0: The crack is back, ladies and gentlemen. My word big, big week this week. Cage Warriors 161, Hughes v. K. Hagens, big fight. Ryan Shelley v. Bax, Solomon Simon against Marco Sarasjavi, Paddy McCory, Jer Harris, James Sheehan, Mason Jones, Takamandu, Alexander O'Sullivan, massive card this week at the RDS. People buzzing, still tickets available, get up there if you haven't got your tickets, this is the proving ground of Irish and UK MMA, this is where most of the fighters who ascend to the UFC, this is where they come from, you know Conor McGregor, you know Colin Pendridge, you know Neil Sear, you know all of these guys who've done it before, not to mention Ian Gary, not to mention Caelan Lochran. I could go on and on, not to mention Rhys McKee, I could go on and on that fight is this weekend and of course we have the massive influencer the wrestlemania of influencer boxing is what dunna calling it dunna the great king of influencer boxing media that's happening in manchester it's a mad week very opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of what kind of combat sports they are but fantastic nonetheless should be a fun week i mean i i, I was going to be traveling all over the place this week but i don't think that's going to happen now i think i'll be actually watching both events from my, my office, where I'm sat here, because, uh, yeah, we'll find out later on in the week, but anyway, moving on, Bellator 300 this weekend, I'm getting text messages saying it's the last Bellator event, that's going to be the last one, while they're advertising Bellator 301 on the broadcast, they're obviously setting up Chris Cyborg, who returned with a win over Katsangano, and Leah McCourt, who had the biggest win of her life against Sarah McMahon, Absolutely savaged her. First round finish. Leah's looking the best she's ever looked right now. She looks fantastic. And they're doing that face-off. And I'm kind of like, well, it's all up in the air what's happening here. And I just hope for Leah's sake that she's getting that opportunity because it's a huge, huge fight. Without a doubt, the biggest fight of her career. It's a massive opportunity. And and she's someone who has had mainstream interest here and who's continued to have mainstream interest. BBC shows all of these big sponsors. All of these big media outlets, I think it would be a great thing for her and underline the fact that she is one of the great success stories of the Bellator Ireland era if she gets this opportunity, just like Sinead has previously. Speaking of success stories with Bellator, so as I'm saying, I'm getting text messages during Bellator 300 saying, oh, this is all over. This is, you know, Bellator 301 won't happen. This is just some of the concerns I was hearing over the weekend. And then out of nowhere, I hear that none other than the 8-0 prospect who many felt would be off to the ufc or pfl following his win at bellator 299 mr Kieran clark he has re-signed with bellator wild did not expect that like I, I was even watching like obviously severe the the guys who are really plugged into the order scene and uh, my former um employers graham i don't know if you want to call me an employer i don't know But back in the early days, that's what I was doing, obviously, just very zoomed in on this Irish scene. Um, The golden era. No, no. But, of course, they they were zoomed in on this story. And it was a big story going into 299, one of the biggest. And it was all about, is he going to the UFC? Is he going to the PFL? Where is he going to go? He has re-signed with Bellator. Look, I think this is a good move. You heard me speak about this on a show a couple of weeks back. Kieran Clark. this is, like, I was like, he might want to go to the ufc a lot of irish fans want to go to the ufc who's going to pay him more ufc or pfl i said pfl i felt like that was the move to make there's plenty of times for your dreams to come true at that age with that record so look i i have as many questions as you have as you listen to this so here it is you may have seen this news uh, broke on joe yesterday monday so here it is here's the full interview with Kieran clark a man who is beloved by the Irish MMA masses, and especially in his hometown of Drada. Here he is. It's a pleasure for me to be joined by one of the most talked about prospects in Irish MMA, a man who we were all aware was going into Bellator 299 uh, as the last fight on his contract. A lot of talk about where he will go next, what he will do. A lot of people talking UFC, a lot of people talking PFL. But I have the man here, so why don't we ask him himself, Mister Kieran Clark? Do you have some news for us? Do we know where your new home is?
1: Well, thanks for having me on. First of all, Petey, and uh, yeah, second of all, I'm delighted to be able to be announced that um, I'm just <clears throat> just had to sign an 18 month contract a renewal uh, re-signed with uh, Bellator. So uh, yeah, 18 months, obviously starting from the first fight, and yeah, absolutely delighted. And um, obviously with everything going on, we didn't know what was going on, but I was just delighted then when I was given this, I was like, no way, happy days. It was, it's a bit of clarity for me knowing going forward what was, what was happening. And and then obviously then, you know, I was, uh, yeah, absolutely buzzing then to be re-signed, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, this is, I guess this is one, a, a shock to many because this is the one place we didn't think that was possible. Of course, it makes sense because your, your build has been synonymous with Bellator. You do, have done fantastic things together. Every time I go to one of these Bellator events, Kieran, you get one of the biggest pops of the night and that's from very early on in your career we'll we'll talk about why maybe some people could be shocked about this first. but talk to me about your relationship with bellator because one thing i've noticed every time you're asked about ufc pfl you've been underlining like this has been a fantastic time for me with these people this is a great company for me why have you chose bellator in this situation
1: yeah well first of all like you said i had to have a great relationship with bellator you know uh, not many know, and like, I don't even know, but like, if they've been, you know, vocal about that either. But when I was at uh, amateur, they were getting behind me. They were like, you know, um, basically, what would you say? It was nearly like, if in football I was nearly scouting, like, you know, like they were like, they were paying for trips abroad and stuff to world championships, European championships. So they've been like behind me since then, even. I don't know. I don't even know if many people know that. Like, so um, like that, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, um, have such a long extensive amateur career only for them in that sense you know Um obviously it would have been a lot harder but yeah look they've been behind me since probably 2018 like you know what I mean before I went pro so they've always been very good to me um you know very many strikes of course you know like I've fought the tough fights that I've you know John and Jude can can tell you I've never said no to a fight I've always said yes there's not much you know because like that I started my professional career in Bellator. I, I was in, I'm in the big leagues. <clears throat> I'm not there building a record to get to X Warrior's edge, you know. So, um, I was very happy to be, to be staying with Bellator. And obviously, you know, getting main card slots. I was fighting alongside Olympians, World Champions on main cards, and and um, you know, it's on the side, losers and all this, you know. So it's been brilliant. I've had it had a great time, and, and yeah, like like everybody, it was a it was a. It was a uh, surprise to me that the you know the contract came away because nobody know knew what was going on and and and, and you know I had seen they resigned like the likes of Apache Mixon and uh, Anthony uh, sorry Sergio Pettis and stuff but obviously they're you know they're the stars of the of of Bellator and they've obviously you know maybe the contracts fulfilled for tournaments the next one and Z, but when they when it came away it was a surprise you know I was like no way so it kind of gave me a bit of clarity going forward what's you know to. Uh, yeah, I can see the pattern if that makes sense, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, like, did you get any guarantees from these, uh, from Bellator in terms of like, you know, we're in the midst of constant reports about the sale? I know your teammates are concerned about this as well. They're going, what's gonna happen with me? Um, like, how 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 will this play out? If Bellator do, in fact, sell, do you go to whoever buys them? Do you know how this works? Um that's
1: to be honest, I know I didn't say I got clarity. All I know is that. Um, I know I'll have a fight with Bellator if that makes sense, you know. So, um, as far as that happening, I don't know because then yesterday, uh, or over the weekend, sorry, Scott came out and you know, obviously he was talking about I did own Strikeforce at the time, I don't own Bellator. Um, he doesn't even know what is going on himself, and that is the truth. I like, we don't know, all I know is I definitely know my next fight with be Bellator, obviously, after resigning and stuff. But as far as contracts wise, I don't know if you know, if it does sell. Will that will the new promotion, you know, uh, fulfill that contract? Will they say okay? No, we want to buy you, out, or I don't know. You know, all as I said, all I do know is my next fight is going to be with Bellator, and uh, yeah, that's all. Reading folks, and as you know, I'm very, I'm very vocal about. I just focus on each fight, so that's kind of what that you know. Obviously, it is an eighteen one contract, but we don't know. we, we don't even know the next eight minutes. When as far as this, uh, as far as this situation, so
0: yeah. It Look, I, I know that you're an athlete, true and true, and you want to focus on your sport. No doubt about that. But I've got to ask, man, because of the rumors that are swirling right? everyone, like I was on the phone to media members from all over the country. And all every time was a conversation like, what, what do you do with Clark? If you're this promotion, do you get Clark? Which is the best promotion for him? Where who, who will get the most money? What I'm asking is, did you hear any offers or were you in a kind of an exclusive period there with Bellator where you could only talk to them? I know. I know sometimes at the end of a contract you have to wait there's a matching period all this kind of stuff. Um did you hear from the UFC, PFL any of these guys because eight no man. They've got to be interested like you've got to be on the radar these guys.
1: Yeah, well uh, like you said I I was I am like rega- um before the re-sign I was not contract until November. Okay. So, you know, if that makes sense, I couldn't really, you know, and not that I did, but um because it was so it was so uh it was so quick after the win, you know, it was kind of like, it was fairly straight away, like, you know, so um I couldn't really be talking. And like that, as I said, not that like, I was just kind of, you know, obviously enjoying the win and I didn't really want to be thinking what was next. And then yeah. next all, all of a sudden that came away. And, and uh, of course, everybody, like, you know, everybody was shouting away. Uh, I was getting asked things, interviews, and I couldn't really say because I was about to go into a fight, like, you know, I mean, and it was, you know, I had to win, you know. To win, you know. I'm sure if I was sitting here seven to one, I probably wouldn't be talking to myself. Probably wouldn't be resigning. I don't know what way it would have been going. So I was just solely focusing on getting another win, and uh, thankfully they go my way. And yeah, like that. Um, there wasn't any talk in that sense. It was just like to be fair, my mindset was right. Okay, we wait after November. We'll see what happens for the new year. I was thinking more realistic. Okay, but then that came my way, and I was like, no way. Like I, 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 I definitely wasn't expecting it. Put it that way, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's amazing to see the support you've you've generated. And I can remember even I saw you at a Cage Legacy event. I think you were an amateur at the time, years and years ago. Peter Quigley and Decky Dalton might have been the main fight. I'm, I can't remember exactly which was the fight, but I was there and I saw this crowd. This is when you were amateur. I don't, I don't even think you had been traveling internationally as an amateur at the time. I'm not too sure. I can't. I, I don't know the exact timeline, but I was blown away by that. And now to see you at these three arena events, but obviously the the scale of the thing is so much bigger, but you're still like the fan favorite. It it blew me away. And I was with Andrew McGann at the event. And as I told you, I got in late. I didn't even get to see your fight, but Andrew McGann is an old head, a guy who was an OG of the media here in, in Irish MMA. And he is blown away by you. He was watching you meeting your fans in a smoking area. (laughs) You'd walked out to meet these people. And like, you know, you—if you would have seen you senior, like, you know, half an hour before, you look like the biggest superstar in Ireland. And here you are, just chatting to these guys. You had lots of time for them; weren't rushing anyone. I mean, for a guy that that is so focused on the sport, as you say, like you—you know—you're you, not mad for the razzle dazzle, any of this kind of stuff. You seem to do very well with your supporters. Tell tell me what that relationship is like, because it seems to be a very special one.
1: Yeah, well, and you're right. I was amateur at the time, and I was actually in the TLT in it. so. Uh... I suppose, you know, I obviously had a big following that night. Everybody was coming up to support me. But ever since my very first fight, which wasn't a TLT back in 2011, um, like that, I've had great support. And, um, you know, I've had people traveling busloads down to Tullamore, here, that, like genuinely, it's always been the same, you know, just had great support. And I just put, probably put down that to where I'm from and draw Like, you know, I think everybody, uh, it's, it's like that. It's like now with the Irish doing well in the rugby, like we just—it's uh, that kind of small. Sm- oh, it's the biggest town in Ireland, but it's, that's a small town mentality. That they just, you know, get really behind you and want to see you really do well. And uh, it's funny enough, I actually, you actually, I actually had to ask Sandra that because, like I said, I've been fighting since twenty eleven amateur, and I was just, you know, back then to get the interview with Severe and me, Andrew McGann—that was the, you know, that was exactly. the one. You know what yeah. I mean? That was the one. So I think I actually had the very last severe MMA interview. You know that night. You, you'll have to you'll have to check them. On that no word. we'll
0: go with that. You don't don't. Let's not check it. I love this. <laughs> the last ever Andrew McGann severe MMA interview was Kieran Glack. This is amazing. You'll,
1: ha- you'll have to check that boy. Yeah. So like, no, it's a fact. Even...
0: It's a fact. As we said, react <laughs> to that so, now, uh, Kieran.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was buzzing. I was buzzing that night. I think I won my second title as an amateur that night. But uh, yeah, look, like. like there you go with the, with the, with the support uh, that I have, like, and it is unbelievable. And I just think like, I don't know, I just, uh, yeah, like that. I just think it's just down to the draw, the draw, the draw the town and just, you know, everybody getting behind you. and And like that, I'd still be close with my friends and stuff and stay close to everybody. And, and uh, uh, do you know who I actually really used to really love and admire? And, uh, and um, I kind of see myself like, obviously in a smaller scale, but like, I, I remember years ago, I got my brother a, a Ricky Hatton DVD. And, you know, we were, you know, boxing mad into it. And he was just, after fights, he was in the pub playing darts, you know, he was just one of their own, you know. And I was just like, i really i really uh, you know relate to that you know it's just i've kind of like you know like you said i'm not into i'd be in john malaf and the guys like i don't even pick me entrance song like i just love this sport you know <laughs> like like i don't like i'd be like daryl to me brother what do you think what or me And i'm like what do you think you should use like I, I, I could walk out there no entrance just go in and fight and just you know what i mean i'm just in it for the sport i'm not in it for the you know as, as good as it is and it probably did get me into it when I was growing up look, watching wrestling and the whole entertainment side of it but genuinely now I just you know it doesn't it doesn't even matter to me in other ways so I kind of would relate to like Ricky Hatton that kind of he was just he was just one of our own and that's why he's such a good support maybe and um, again on a smaller scale to relate to him of course he's a world champion but you know that, that's, that's that's who I'd like to remember for if that makes sense you know
0: Man of the people absolutely no that's absolutely how I see you too I I, I... I know that you're a man of faith and it's something you speak about publicly publicly an awful lot. And I always draw parallels and um, I'm sure he is of a different faith as far as I know, but Franz Malambo too is very religious. And I can remember when they're in the Mac mansion back in 2015, I used to marvel at this uh, relationship, Franz and John would have, (laughs) because obviously John is uh, an atheist or an agnostic or something like this. and, And Franz, so religious. And I can remember them one time debating like, the the factual relevancy of a unicorn and i was like i don't even know how we got here but what what is your relationship with like with john because you're obviously on different ends of the spectrum when it comes to spirituality and faith in general
1: oh uh, no actually to be honest uh, me and john have a really kind of a weak relationship when it comes to that you know like say in the sense um you know i give you two examples like one day john was like uh, coaching the class and you know it was, it was after class and i was a part of the group and, and he said uh we uh you know we do such and such in faith that and then he goes no sorry um we won't say faith we'll say that we know that this is going to happen through (laughs) science you know so you know he was kind of saying you know and i started laughing he looked at me like we were joking and then and then he was his coach um matt horton one day he said oh like you know john is such a good guillotine like and he was like oh like i think i because he's another atheist and he was saying uh you know, I think the magic leprechauns gave John something special, and John was saying that, and I goes, "Well, some would say John that's God given," and we started laughing. <laughs> you know, like we kind yeah. of have a, you know a bit of laugh a bit and like that, but respect both ends. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, um, and that's another thing. I don't want to be uh, someone that's I, you know, either or in that sense. You, you don't, you don't like someone that would be shoving things down there, down your throat, and and not that John's like that at all. Neither I don't want to be that either. It's just when I get the win, that's just. You know, that's who I feel in the moment. And that's who I am giving thanks to because that's who it is giving it to me. You know what I mean?
0: So, Do you think Ireland's lost his faith a bit? Because obviously back in the, the 80s, we're like one of the most synonymously religious countries of all time. Like, I'd say it's rare for you as a religious guy in your circle of friends, I'd say you're one of the few guys who who is very um, connected to his faith.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Um, like, again, like that, we're probably... Keep, getting into that, that's another conversation but no i definitely would say so but that's that's how it was rare and then not just that even like you know like i actually think this sport and then my brother could tell you this as well it actually brought me closer to my faith and this is why like this has been my life so what 12 plus years now you know and it's only really you know it's funny because obviously everybody has faith always obviously ah oh, and we're all guilty of it you know you're torn to God when you're on your lowest and you know that's that is it when you're when you're going to fighting but actually to be a Catholic and being a fighter they actually goes they actually are simultaneously work together in the sense because they're very they're actually very um it's similar. It is similar. It's, you have to be disciplined. You know it's basically the discipline in life and it's saying no to things that is in the long run, better for you, if that makes sense. And it's not because, you know, don't do this, because I'm telling you not lot, it's because don't do this, it's because in the end, it's not, if that makes sense, it's not what you want. And it's not, it's not going to be uh healthy, you, you know, so things like that, like, you know, and uh, it is funny though, because when I'm at the, when I'm at the fights and stuff, and I wear the cross and stuff, and, and, uh you know, you know, regardless of people's fate but everybody sees it, and like, I know that, I know they see it, and like, they're like giving, coming up. They give me a fist bump. I just feel, I don't know. Everybody can relate, can 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 see that. And uh you know, actually, my brother, he uh, he said it to me one day. He was like, "Oh, I think the Lord spoke to me about your uh, about your uh, your your fighting him." And I was like, "What is that?" And he was like, "The Crusader." And I and I look, you know, again looking at and you know what kind of goes because Kion the Crusader. It actually, does triple I C. And then I looked into it and I was like looking at the Crusaders when they were fighting for a faith and and uh, how you knew how you knew they were Crusaders was they, uh, beared the cross. So then that kind of you know, you know that was kind of getting an me as well and and uh, little things in that. And again, that's all like maybe egotistical stuff. But obviously, when you're going into a fight, you know every little thing of like that you kind of latch onto and stuff. But but anyway, there you go. Yeah, that's kind of you know, um, yeah. And again, like that outside of the sports. That's what really matters at the end of the day because there's always going to be another guy coming up, and you know, I might lose my next two fights, and you know, he was never as good as he was. Or, you know, you know, yeah, the way it's, it's a ruthless sport, right? You fickle, know,
0: so fickle I'm, fan base, <laughs>
1: exactly. I'm, I'm fully aware of that as well. You know,
0: <laughs> it's funny you said there when you were comparing religion to this career, you said sometimes you're doing things that you know might not be right for now, but uh, they will be it will make sense in the long run, 18 months' time. Kieran, you you're going to be in another situation where you're in a contract uh, stalemate where people are going to be looking in and looking for where, where your next port of call is. And as we know, the growing numbers in the UFC, I can imagine it being even more stressful for you if you have a fight around there and answer, answering questions like this. Do you feel like this is the best move for you out of everything? Like, you know, I know you didn't exactly open yourself up to conversations with these different promotions, but you know who was there. Are you? Are you Happy content that this is the best thing for your career right now is re signing with Bellator.
1: No, without, without a shadow there, and I'll tell you why because, um, every, like you said, some of your Bellator teammates, it's you know, it so unsure of the future we don't know, and and you know. Um, it did so, come as a surprise, I said it come and it came so quick, you know. And obviously, all these conversations and and and, and you know, people asking about whether it be UFC, PFL again, PFL taking over Bell, how will they join it? Nobody knew, and it came it came so quick. And and uh, to be honest, uh, I was delighted because I was like, no way, like actually, hold on, I can see the path now, you know. Whereas I could have not, you know, done that, or or maybe maybe that didn't come me way, well, then it could have been, you know, it could have been a year. You Know it could have been two weeks, I don't know. Maybe some could have come, I don't know what way it turned out, or you know. So it would have been, you know, I, it would have been very hard for me because I'm the type of fella that, like, you know, uh, I need to, I need something to focus on. I need, and not, it's not that I wouldn't be, um, it's not that I'd fall off the wagon, it'd be nothing like that, it'd be just that. I'd get very anxious, I'd want something coming up, I'd want something to, you know, because we're all fighters, we all want to fight coming up, so that would have probably challenging for me as well in in, in that sense, you know, and uh, you know, all that I'm black or white, so all that kind of grey area whereas if it is or it isn't, it, it, I, I I struggle with that, you know, so so when they came, I was delighted then and, and like that, as you said, 18 months, or even, I don't know if, I could only have one fight, about I thought, with things, the way things are going, and, and next to later, it's like, oh no, hold on, so we actually don't know, and I don't know what again. I don't know what the plans are for me, even or 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 the rest of the fighters. I know they they have tournament finals and stuff, and and um, you know, who knows? It could be on the undercard or one of them or whatever way it works. So as I said, I just definitely know my next fight would be Bellator, and I'm delighted. And hopefully, then it'd be abroad or, or whatever you know. So
0: well Kieran, congratulations thank you so much for coming on the show to speak about this I've been wanting to speak to you for such a long time so it was an absolute pleasure to do this today Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you back in there I hope we can get the full Bantamweight debut next time out hopefully Um, you've got many fans many supporters and I'm sure they're going to be delighted to hear that you've signed again for Bellator who you've made magic with up until this point so congratulations sir and thank you
1: thanks very much PC thanks for having me I'm delighted to be on cheers
0: I'll tell you what it's hard not to like that guy isn't it it really is you know and as i said to him during the interview to have guys like andrew mcgann absolutely infatuated with you it's a, it's a big sign that you've got something unique and you've got something special and you know i was watching too i was also impressed but i just thought you know andrew was going a bit too fanboyish. So i was like mate i need to calm down i have to have a bit of you know I have to remain impartial here, but very impressive young man. And I like that he, you know, marches the beat of his own drum. Same as I like France for that. You know, you're going in against the, you're going in being coached by an outwardly atheist dude who, you know, talks about this quite a bit. And here's these really religious guys who get so much strength from their faith. I think that's pretty cool. And I like that they can all exist under the same roof and make it work, which they are obviously. Um, Here's here's the thing. I, I didn't say this to Kieran. Obviously, he, he's explained in the best of detail why he's come to this decision, what he thinks it means. Um, but I think this is a great thing to do because one of the big concerns, and I don't know if Kieran would have had this concern, but one of the big concerns with people currently contracted to Bellator who don't know what their future is, is the fact that they may have to take, like, you know, a big downgrade in pay. And the fact, you know, they don't know where they're going. So The fact that Ciarán has re-signed for Bellator, and I'm pretty sure he's on good money, like considering his record, considering the crowds he's brought to Dublin, I would be very confident that he's on very good money. So he re-signs at that rate. Whoever buys Bellator, you'd have to assume, will want a guy who can put that many asses in seats in Dublin, and will honor that contract. So I think, honestly, Ciarán is the big winner here. Um. You know, and maybe it sweetens the pie for anyone who's coming in who's trying to take these contracts to have a guy like that who obviously commands a lot of ticket sales, a lot of attention, a beautiful record, as we know, 8-0. So, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Look, as things stand, right, I missed half of Bellator 299. I don't think I'm going to see a second of Cage Warriors 161 live. Um, Everything's up in the air right now. I thought it was going to be in Manchester. I don't know what's going on. Hopefully, I'll be able to confirm by the next episode. But we have something very special indeed for the next episode. Uh, uh, First of its kind show on the crack. Um, I've drafted in support of not one, but two guests, two media experts. And they are indeed experts. I can't wait to, to tell you guys more about it. Big thank you to PHA, big thank you to Bellator, and big thank you to Kieran Clark for organizing this today. It was an absolute pleasure to speak to Kieran. That's the first time I've ever interviewed him. I've talked to him a few times. I've been around the guy, seen him in his home events and things like that. But um, great interview, a great lad. Love a unique dude, and that's what he is. And looking forward to seeing how this plays out, because we're going to need to talk again if, if Bellator sells. First guy I'm calling is Kieran. Anyway, love yous loads, see you on Thursday. and yes, get ready for a big weekend. Mwah.